This is the Tune Creators Artist Spotlight. What's one album that you really, really like and you believe every new artist needs to listen to? Oh, that's really good. Um, it's a tough question because I have so many like, like, really good albums from different parts of my life that had different impacts on me. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, so, it does. Uh, do you know? Do you know the the debut album from the XX? The XX. I don't even know the band. <laughs> the debut album. Yeah, tell me. Tell me about it. Yeah, uh, it, it came out in I think it was 2010, and I would have been like 15. And like I've always been like a big music listener, and uh, when I heard that, like there's something about it. It's it's kind of electronically made, but it has you know singing and instruments too, but it's very minimal. And I hadn't heard anything like that before, and it had a huge impact on me. And like I could listen to the whole album start to finish. Um, but actually, I have a better example for you. Uh, do you know Kay Trinada? Kay Trinada, no. Hmm. He's a Canadian uh, like producer, pretty much like electronic producer. Okay. Uh, and he brought out his debut album in 2016. And I was hmm. actually in Canada at the time. And it like blew my mind. Like I couldn't hmm. believe what I was hearing. And it's actually what made me kind of make the switch from making electronic music. Because before that, I just played like acoustic guitar and sang. And I was in a band when I was a kid, but this is what made me like realize, you know, there's so much that you can do electronically, like one mm. person. Interesting. So, yeah. It's called Kate at 99.9%. Everyone should listen to that. Uh, <laughs> that's so cool. What in particular about the album did you like uh, that? Was it, does he produce it himself? Is it, is it all done on electronically or? He, he made, yeah, yeah. He made it in his grandmother's basement, supposedly. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he has, he has like Craig David featured on it and um, oh. Little Dragon sings on one song and uh, I think Aluna George is on a song. He has loads of features, but he never met them. They all just like emailed him their parts Ooh. and he put it together. And I, I think for me, what was so big about it was that it, it, it's such a unique sound and it's mm. his sound. Like I know his song before I've heard it. I know it's him just by the Interesting. sound. Interesting. And that really caught my attention. I was like, this guy isn't he's going against the grain. He's not doing what everyone else is doing. He's just doing what he wants. And that's what I want to do. So yeah, yeah, that's probably the big thing about it. And I like that because I could tell from your music, listening to it, I'm thinking that nah, this guy sounds very different. Uh, you know, uh, I hear lots of artists and they sound very similar, but you're like taking your own path, which is really cool. Really, really Yeah. Cool. Like I had these different elements of music that I really enjoyed. And if I put them together, what would that sound like? And then I went looking for songs that, were like that and I really struggled to find anything. So mm. I was kind of like, okay, there could be something to this. Um, mm. And then there was just a good few years of a lot of like trial and error and experimenting. And here I am now, I feel like, I feel like all that was the prologue. And now I'm like actually starting because now I'm actually able to, to make that kind of music to the standard that I wanted. Yeah, so cool. That is a good place to be too, as an artist. Basically you figured out mm. the direction you want to go. Really cool. Yeah. Okay, so that tells me you've been doing music for some time and that we're going to talk a lot more about that. But could you tell me, you know, I'm getting an accent there. Could you tell me <laughs> where are you originally from? I'm from Dublin, Dublin, Dublin Ireland. Ireland. Uh, I was yeah. actually born in London, but I had like oh. my first birthday here. So okay. my parents were just working over there. Um, okay. But yeah, Irish family, Irish roots. Irish accent. Nice. That's so cool. Uh, uh, there's, I've, I've had a couple Irish people, on the, uh, Irish musicians on the show. And is there something about Ireland that, and music, or Dublin in particular, is there something about it that 
it's very has that makes it a lot of indie artists in there for some reason. Yeah, I think it's just it, not not necessarily Dublin. There's like there's really good artists from all around Ireland. Um, okay, but I think it's it's it, it's always been that way in Ireland. Like we've we've so much culture to do with like poetry and music, and it mm. goes like back to like the start of our history. Like mm. there's so like even traditional Irish music or uh, anything. Like it's just always been there, and I think. Uh, it does still have that influence like really strongly so because we've so many like big artists for such a small uh, country but one thing is i think people kind of get a little bit desensitized to that in that like okay. they're not really appreciating the talent that's in front of them you know what i mean yeah I know as much as they should anyway yeah you should value your art man 100 agree with that i agree with that and uh, how long have you been yeah. doing music professionally anyway oh Am I a professional? <laughs> um, <laughs> if we're talking like since I started like making my own songs and putting them out, uh, it's been, I think it was 2017. Okay. So about, about three or four years. Um, but I've been, I've been like a musician of sorts since I was around eight years old. That's when I started playing the guitar. Uh, and then I was in like a band when I was a kid. And then I did the whole like acoustic singer thing, playing in bars and stuff. And that got a little, little bit old, and I kind of got sick of playing other people's songs all the time. Like they're like, "Oh yeah, play that song." I'm like, Ugh. yeah, okay, I'll play it. But yeah, I just I really wanted to do my own thing, um, and I didn't want to just do it for the sake of it and do what other people were doing. So I was like, I have to figure out my own way to do it, which was tough. It took a few years. Hmm. Interesting. And do you come from a musical family? Not necessarily. Like my parents always listen to music but no one is a musician i have an uncle who's a musician but he wouldn't have had like a huge impact on me in that sense um yeah i kind of i don't even like have a lot of friends that are musicians like i have like one of my good friends plays guitar but i never like had any friends who were doing the same thing to kind of give me pointers or anything like that yeah. it's always just been like figure everything out myself and make a load of mistakes <laughs> <laughs> that is very very interesting so how did you go from learning the guitar to playing at pubs and bars how did that happen um yeah so i i had been playing gigs when i was a kid but i kind of stopped in my like late teens because i was like ah oh, you know i was trying to be the cool kid or whatever you know that thing everyone does when they're like trying to figure themselves out and i didn't think i, I didn't think i was good enough i didn't believe in myself um mm. and i went to the west coast of ireland for a summer with my friends and we rented a house and we worked in a surf center and that summer was like had a huge impact on me because I got really into surfing and I also because I needed to make more money for the rent I started playing gigs in the in the bars and uh people really liked it like they mm. they I got such great feedback and it gave me like so much energy from that being like whoa like people actually enjoyed me playing <laughs> I'd only really played in my bedroom for the for the few years prior to that so mm. um that, that really uh kind of gave me the motivation to keep going with it wow that's so cool that is so cool and i guess at this stage you music is something you'd like to do professionally now and do it full-time yeah I, i like i've i've always had to balance it between college and I'm a full-time job now yeah. i've always had to balance it but it's it's like the one thing in life that i feel comes naturally to me like mm. usually usually i'm bad at things and then i have to figure out how to be good but music i kind of, it's just like it's like my first language almost It just feels right. And I love in particular making music, like being in the studio or whatever. So 
I would just love to be able to be in a place where I can do that and sustain myself. Okay. Um, don't necessarily need to be like a millionaire and like that, just like not have to balance anymore, you know? I love, I love the way you think, man. And that is the dream as well. Like I keep saying yeah. this, like a lot of musicians and I'm finding out talking to you guys is that n not everyone is necessarily dreaming of the stardom and the, you know, and the, mm. being the next Drake or the next Coldplay. If, if, if you could just I do I wouldn't this, want that, know, to be honest. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, I would love to take a piss on the road and not see myself in the news. The next one. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you. About. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so true, man. All right, so you talked about balancing music and college and stuff. That is a lot, is a struggle for a lot of new artists as well. How do you do that? What do you find that works for you? Um... Like in college and stuff, uh, I was terrible because I would like pick up the guitar. I'm like I, I should I should have been leaving to go away on my bus, but I'd like pick up the guitar. Like ah, I'll just play one song, but then I'd play that same song like six times, and then next thing I look up my watch, I'm like, oh my god, I missed my class. Um, so I wasn't great at balancing things. I was like, I remember thinking like, I wish I didn't have to run out. I wish I could could actually just sit here and play, and that would be okay. But I felt like everything in my life was trying to stop me from doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's a bit better now. I I work. I'm working from home. I got a new job at the start of the year. It's a kind of office job, but obviously the pandemic and everything, we're working from home, and it's been great. Like I clock off at five thirty, and then I walk into the other room, which is this room, and this is where all my gear is, and then I just start working straight away because I'm like, I have I have a few songs in the works, and I'm just like, I need to get these out there. Like I can't I can't like procrastinate, you know. Hmm, that makes a lot of sense, man. Because it's you're right. Procrastinate it helps when you have like a studio available to you. Then, man, you could just go in there and just start recording st stuff. So that yeah. helps a lot. Huh. Mm. And like I said, I really, I really like your track, man. It's it's a very dreamy. It's got that dreamy feel. Very, <laughs> I, I really like it. Well, how would you describe it? Though? Well, it's that yeah. my music makes them feel like they're on the beach, yeah. <laughs> which is like kind of what going for. <laughs> Oh, I love hearing that. <laughs> How would you describe it, though? I, I'm struggling to give it a genre. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have need its own genre, but you know, what, what, yeah, what would you it, describe it like? Yeah. It borrows from a few genres, and I think, like, well, my first set of songs, they all had that one sound, but it's kind of it evolves a little bit each time with every single that I make now. So, because I listen to so many genres of music, like hmm. stupid amount, and it's different genres for different moods with me. So I'll borrow little elements from everything. But if I was to put it under a name, because I did have to name it at one stage, I called it Surf House. <laughs> so, because <laughs> so I borrow a lot from uh, Surf Rock. I love Surf Rock. Um, bands like The Alabaz and then Dick Dale and stuff like that. Um, and I, I, it's mainly just the guitar style. Like it's, it's like a clean guitar, but with loads of reverb and, you know, little riffs yeah. and stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's the way I like to play. Um, and then I also love house music. So it's kind of like, mm. it's that real guitar sound mixed with a house backdrop. And yeah, there's so much room for adding in extra things as well. Like so true. elements of Afro funk and yeah, yeah everything. Uh, and I could hear the house keep going on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always that like, forest floor. I just love that. Like it's so fun to play too. That is so cool though. I love it when artists get real creative with the genre. In fact, I'm encouraging a lot of people to Invent your own genre, man, and be the greatest surf house musician ever that ever lived, man. That that'll be that's the, it. The, yeah, yeah. Because I I don't like uh, the way some people 
see music as this competitive thing where it's like, I need to be better than that person. Yeah. I just, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like to me, it's like, you can, the only way you can be better is by being better than yourself. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm chasing being that better, better Ben, Ben Hogan, Benjamin thing. I'm not trying to be better than some other musician because I, his art is, is coming from it's his life. Is. And, exactly. Yeah. And I'm what I am. So like, let's yeah. not try to be better than each other because like, let's be real. No one listens to one artist. Everyone has like a few artists that listen to. It's not like you're competing for, you know, the same listeners or anything like that. Um, so so yeah. True. 100% agree. I like the way you think. I really do. <laughs> so, so now let's talk about your, I mean, you talked a little bit about it in terms of the XX. You've mentioned you listen to a lot of different genres of music. But yeah. let's dive into that more. Like, wh- where do you get your, what inspires you musically? As in, where do you get inspiration from? Um, I mean, like, there's the musical side of things. And I, I'm, I'm a real sucker for a good chord progression. Melodies too, but like it's the, it's really the chords I think that get me. And um, so in that way, it doesn't matter what the genre is. Once like I like how the 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 chords and everything is moving together, that's all that matters for me. Um, and then the other side of it is like the lyrics and the the singing. Like everyone loves to hear a good vocal, so mm. there's that. But um, I really like lyrics that are kind of deeper and um, like you you can apply it to your own life. Like if they're kind of deep, but a little bit vague, so you might think, oh, this guy's singing about this. But then another day you might you might be like, oh, maybe he's singing about this. You know, I love that. And I love trying to pick it all apart. Um, so yeah, by, by that logic, like I would literally listen to anything once I deem it to be like hmm. well-made. That's it. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Have you, and how, anyway, I'm going to ask you about your songwriting process later, which is, I, I always like to know. But I'm thinking, is there... Is there any particular song out there that you're like, yeah, you know, oh, that you've listened to in the past and you're like, you know what, I want to make something similar to this or I want to make a track like this? Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything that comes to mind though? Uh, nothing really comes to mind, but like there, there's always something where you're like, yeah, I wish I wrote that. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then I, there has been times where hearing a song has inspired me to start making oh. my own song. But then as it goes, it starts to become its own thing because I, I, like, I don't want to just copy a song straight away, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's getting inspired rather than like copying. Yeah, no, um, right. yeah that right. does happen though. And do you work with other people or do you uh, work by yourself at the moment? Yeah, so like the Benjamin thing, it's a solo project. Um, okay. At one stage, I had a, a keyboardist just for playing live, um, but it wasn't really it wasn't really his thing, so um i still still hang out with them we still like get together and jam out sometimes but yeah like live it's just me but i do have um my cousin is a really good singer and mm. i'm uh, we i was producing his debut song we actually just finished it this week okay. um and it's it's a different style to my music which was fun because it gave me the chance to like demonstrate more of my production ability because it has more of like a kind of hip-hop r&b style mm. and when i started off producing music i i was making hip-hop beats first and then I kind of fell into house. Um, so it kind of, uh, I was going back to my roots. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, wow. So you produce as well. That is really cool. Uh, you're going to have to send me some of the links to to, to some of the stuff you've done. And even the, the one you're producing oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah so well, what did yeah, you do? We're, we're yeah. Gonna, 
Yeah, go on. We're going to have a master. Sorry. So we're going to have a master uh, and I'll put it in a private link for you. You can have a listen. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What, do you, what are you currently doing for him production-wise besides making the beat? Um, I made the beat and there's a little bit of guitar on it. Um, okay. I played bass and then mm. I played like a synthesized bass. And mm. yeah, it's, there's a lot going on in it. It's, it's a cool song. Um, and then I actually helped him out writing the lyrics too because huh. he had this wow. like beautiful vocal melody and we were listening to it and like the words just didn't click together and he knew that as well. Um, he was just like getting words out for the sake of singing it and I, I was kind of like, I sat him down and I was like, what do you think about when, when you sing this? And he wasn't sure and then I said, well, this is what I think about. And he's like, yeah, that's perfect. And I was like, okay, so let's, you know, make the lyrics match that. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun with it, but it was uh, a lot of work. Like we, we got it done in like three months, which is the fastest I've ever made a song. Huh? Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so cool! Isn't it awesome making music? Like it's like the best thing in the world to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed making with him as well. Like it's like yeah. I love collaboration. Like it's like there's something magic in the room when two people are kind of clicking and like have this vision that they're working towards. Yeah. And so I'm completely open to collaboration. Just at the moment, I haven't found a lot of collaborators. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question because it's a challenge mm -hmm. for a lot. Of in this, in terms of finding people to collaborate with. And that's part of one of the yeah. reasons I'm doing this podcast, you know, so that you guys can see yourselves and, you know, reach out to somebody and then collab collaborate. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. me, like, it's more, it's more, more about like the way the person thinks about it all rather than their actual mm -hmm. talent. Um, like you could have someone who's an amazing singer, but they don't really think too deeply about lyrics and stuff like that. And oh. then I know that I'm not really going to enjoy it as much, you know? Interesting. Um, Interesting. Mm -hmm. So you, you prefer something like a deep thinker or something to give a lot of thought into their lyrics, yeah? Yeah. yeah. None of the bl black eyed peed stuff, yeah. You don't want to... <laughs> hey, I, I um you like let's get it started is an absolute oh. banger. I listen to that nice. And, and th there is room for that. Like, not okay. everything needs to be it's just with my music I like to kinda yeah. I'm very thematic. I like to get into a theme and then try and create this sort of story around it. I like that. I do. All right, then let's talk about Sea of Uncertainty. Really cool track, man. I love it. It's going on my playlist. This one is. It's a very, very dreamy track. Got a nice, steady tempo to it. You know. Yeah. Well, is first of all, is this like a is it a single of an album EP coming out, or what's the story behind this one? Um, interesting question because when the lockdown started, I had a few songs I was already working on, so I was like, right, this is the time to like do these. <laughs> And then I was going to just put them out as an EP because they all work together and they told, they told this sort of story. Okay. But um, thinking from a, from more of a business business standpoint and a promotion standpoint, I was like, it's probably better for me to just do some singles for now. And then I can put more money into them as I go without breaking the bank. Okay. Um, yeah, so I have like, this is the first one and then there's another one. There's at least, there's at least two or three others that might be ready by the end of the year. Um, but I think at the moment... I'm still building an audience, so hmm. to I, I started with an EP. I, I debuted with my own EP and uh, had no audience, obviously, and it didn't like it. It actually did pretty well. I'm proud of it, and I learned a lot from it. But like, it, it didn't do amazing because it, it's a lot of pressure to for an EP to carry you. Like, it's it's much easier to do one song at a time. And um, yeah. I think I want to wait until I have the right audience before I'd ever even think about an EP or an album. Like I. I dream of making an album, but I know that I am not nearly there yet. It's a smart way to look at it. Like I know uh, some indies tend to rush into releasing their project. They can't wait to w release their EP. You know, I'm like, huh, 
who who's gonna listen to this? Like, or, or have you done the, yeah. the 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 groundwork to, like you said, get ready to release an EP? But yeah, it's a really good way of thinking about it. In terms of the track, though, what inspired it, and could you tell us more about what it's all about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the the song, in terms of when I was making it, it started with the guitar. I just had a little guitar piece I wrote, and I was like, I really like this. So I recorded it. And I put some beats to it, and then um when I wanted to try and like come up with something to sing about, I was just like, I got my phone out and played record and I just like sang random things. And one of the phrases was, I feel like I'm drowning. And that kind of caught me. And I was like, like I was just singing gibberish. Like it didn't make sense, but I said, I feel like I'm drowning. And then I was kind of thinking, I was like drowning. And I was like, what could you be metaphorically drowning in? And then it just hit me a sea of uncertainty. And then that just like set it off. And I was like, getting all the lyrics mm. the idea behind it is that um everyone has like a sea of uncertainty essentially that they swim in that's my little, uh, mm. my little image there it's like it's, it's moments in your life where you don't know what's going on and mm. everything is like spiraling out of control in your head and you feel like you're drowning literally and i've been there everyone's been there and but i, I wanted the song to kind of like just highlight that this happens and yeah. also to kind of inspire people a little bit to like live free from that because oh. i used to let's say I used to swim in that sea more often than I do now. And I learned to kind of just like not worry about things too much in life and, you know, just do what you want to do. Don't worry about how it might go. Just get on with it and see how it goes. And yeah, I think that's like the kind of premise of the song is to kind of hopefully someone will listen to it and think, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's inspire people. I, I like that. I, I can see what you mean now as in even more so when you say you want lyrics with meaning because of that is a, it makes sense. You know, it's something to think about. It's not just like a straight up in your face. You know, you, you got to think about, put some thought into it. So yeah, I appreciate that. Exactly. A lot. Oh. Yeah. Cause hmm. I've, I've had some songs throughout my life in tough times that like really helped me. And that's kind of, that's, that's the main reason why I make songs because I kind of feel like I need to pay that back a little bit. Like maybe yes. there's someone out there, even if it was one person, maybe I yes. could help them out, make yeah. them feel a little bit less alone. You see, uh, this is this is very interesting because I've been thinking of how musicians could market themselves here because mm-hmm. I know a lot of artists want to make it about the music and about them. But I, I'm on, I'm on, I feel it's, it, the music is important, but the message is more important than your music, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, in, like you've, you've saying, you want to help people. Now, how can you help them? You've created this song. It helps you. Somebody going through this uh, circumstance situation listens to it. It helps them. You know, that's how, you yeah. know, you could, you could now back it up with other, other ways to help them by speaking about stuff like that. So that yeah. is, uh, I find yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. Find that very, very interesting. Interesting. Okay. Because yeah, music, music can be very healing. Like it's, uh, yes, yeah. it's great for the mind. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I like I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. So do you, well, you've talked a little bit about how you made this song in terms of recording it on your phone. Is that your typical song process? Is that what that looks like? Or have you got like a standard way no, of making songs? Yeah. It's different every time. Like, <laughs> I, I can sit down and be like, today I'm going to make a song and then yeah. it'll be trash. But then I'll be like, I'll be on the bus and I'll just have like a boom. I'm like, oh my God. And then it, it starts, it, it never starts the same. Sometimes it starts with a drum beat. Sometimes it starts with the piano. Sometimes it starts with guitar. Sometimes it starts with lyrics. It's always different. And you just kind of have to take it as it comes and just ride that wave. <laughs> And go with it. That's so true. That that's pretty much the same for me. I know some people tend to have their process, yeah. but for me, it's pretty much that. Like, 
And I, I'm guessing you've got a lot of uh, ideas on your phone as well. Yeah, too many. I'll never get through them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And what would you say is the most, or was the most challenging part about making this track, Sea of Uncertainty? This track actually didn't fight back too much. It kind of just oh. went. Um, okay. Um, I got it. I got it professionally mixed this time. Oh. Um, so that helped a lot because that was always the part that I dreaded. Is like, okay, now I have to mix it because I know I'm not that good at mixing. Like, it's, it's very tough to like, <laughs> go to mix. It takes a lot of experience. Um, and my song before that, I actually I mixed it myself and I was quite happy with it. But now I even look back at it and I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't do that well. I did that job. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's it's time to leave it to the professionals, even though. I, I I just don't want to like have to spend a lot of money. I'm like, if if it's right for the song, it's right for the song. But yeah, this this song it was it was quite easy. It just it just happened. Uh, it was really fun. Hmm. Interesting. It's interesting that mixing is yeah, mixing is just it's a pain, man. It's a real pain. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even think you should mix your own tune because of unless your ears are really, really good, you know, yeah. because of. Sometimes you get sick of sick of it when you're mixing it, and it's like you know. What? Yeah, like you've been living in that song yeah, for how, exactly. how long, man? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't really look at it objectively. You're too yeah. too much a part of it. You need someone who's never heard it before to be like, okay, this, this, so and this true. needs to be better. You know. So true. So yeah. so true. Hmm. And what is the best part, or what was the best part about making making this uh, song, or making yeah. any song? Uh, let's say this song. Um, yeah. I used uh, a lot more vocal harmonies than I'd normally do. Harmonies were like something that I was always like, I need to get better at doing harmonies. Um, so I experimented a lot with that and I think it worked pretty well. And I'm happy with that. And I'm, I now feel like I have a new kind of notch on my belt going forward so I can, I can do harmonies now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've, you've um, learned a lot from doing that. Do you record out by yourself? As in, do you record at home or do you go to a studio? Yeah, I record, I record in this room. I have a, a corner over there with like carpet and the screener in the mic and there's a mattress against the wall and yeah it does pretty good the engineer was like no they're actually clean recordings so i was like happy days <laughs> <laughs> that's the you see yeah that's the amazing thing about these times we live in i know people like to complain about how easy it is to make music now but it's a double-edged mm. sword or two-sided coin you know there's that brilliant part where anybody can just record stuff now as in stuff oh yeah release now you know you don't if necessarily you're creative need, enough, you can make yeah. anything with anything yes. essentially yes. yeah 100 agree Brilliant. All right, now let's talk about your marketing, which for me is the more most important part of this whole. If this whole thing is going to yeah. work, your your marketing is going to be spot on. Um, yeah. What 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 have you? What has been your most successful marketing tactic? Um, I have a friend who's a filmographer and a photographer, and he's a really nice camera. Okay. And I found like you get more response when you have like really high quality images of yourself. So cause mm -hmm. I have um, my Instagram is the business account. So I get the insights and stuff. And uh, sometimes I put up a picture and I'll, I'll get like so and so many likes. And uh, then another time I put up like one and it gets more likes. And I'm kind of like, why did that one get much more? Like what was different about that? And I've yeah. kind of learned that like if you have um, a really good quality picture of like mm. just yourself, I feel like people just want to see me more than like random stuff. <laughs> Like that seems to like get more attention. Because if I have a picture of say, I don't know, me smiling and uh, it says go and hit the link in my bio and pre-save the song, it actually I I can see that a few people actually went onto my profile from the song and 
Yeah, it's look, I'm I'm not a marketing genius at all. I did marketing in college and I'm working in a kind of marketing role, but in terms of music, like there's a lot I have to learn. So I don't feel like I'm the, the person to be giving everyone like that golden piece of advice. <laughs> I'm still still figuring it out. <laughs> you know, the good news is we're all trying to figure it out, man. It's like there's there's you try you try this thing today, it works, you try it tomorrow, it doesn't work. It's like <laughs> there's yeah. a lot to figure out. There's a lot to figure I think out. Authentic- I think authenticity works pretty well. Like when you're when you're not you know, you're not beating around the bush, you're just being straight and forward and um not trying to big yourself up to be something more than you are. Because like how many other artists are there saying that like this song is amazing? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And this is one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast so that more indies could come and show their personality. Because I um I noticed a lot of them don't do that. For some reason, they just don't wanna engage with their fans or their audience i don't know why i really don't know why but you know they, i can they, relate yeah yeah because i i wouldn't normally like if i wasn't into music i don't think i'd really be on social media that much okay but okay. i kind of realized i need to do this and it's not really a natural like i'm actually kind of introverted um mm. I'm, I'm extroverted sometimes but like i have like a small group of close friends and okay. i like to spend time on my own so i can work on music and stuff so it's not really a natural thing for me to be like hey look at me you know um, so that's that's a that's a big learning thing for me. Yeah, yeah, and this is the thing. Even for me, I'm 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 totally the same with you. For me, I even my Instagram before I started this podcast, I I rarely posted anything on it. But the moment mm-hmm. it became about business, man, I'm on it every day. <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah. gonna drop something because if he's gonna help my business, then yeah, sure, why not? Then we yeah, keep yeah. it. At Your business, content man. is really good, by the way. Oh, right? thank like, you very I like I like the way you put the snippets with the video in. That's really cool. And like ah. they're always coming out, and then you have the quotes as well. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you very much, man. It's, it's, it's great to hear that feedback. You know, like I'm doing something right. So thank, <laughs> thank, yeah. thanks a lot for that. Man. Thanks a lot. But Ben, this has been an awesome chat, man. I totally, totally have enjoyed myself, and I can totally see you doing very well. And uh, because of your 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 music is very marketable very very marketable i think it needs you could definitely build some kind of a small not even small and profitable following for yourself doing this you know I, I really believe you can do that you know anyway ben it's been an absolute pleasure man totally enjoyed this at this stage yeah, i like to ask for one practical tip for a new artist just starting out what, what would be the one thing you tell them to do um the main thing is to have fun like if you're not having fun yeah. with it then what's the point so um just go with your gut and do something because it's fun and not because you think it's what other people want to hear that's the main thing i think like because i don't make any money off music or anything like that but i like i spend so much of my time on it because of how much fulfillment it gives me um but the, the moment that stops i'm gonna stop so true so so true that is mm-hmm. true and a lot of people tend to forget that to have fun you know on this mm-hmm. and you're spot on the moment <laughs> you say that i was thinking to myself if i stop enjoying this podcast i probably would, <laughs> would stop doing it but because i enjoy it so much but i uh, hope to enjoy it yeah. for many more years i can go. sense that as well it's cool yeah, yeah, like i can yeah. see that you really love doing this yeah uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> you put a lot of effort into it yeah yeah keep yeah, up thank, yeah thank you so much man all right, Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure. What's the best way for our listeners to go check out what you're doing or maybe even collaborate with you? How can they do that? Um, I'm also active on Instagram. So it's just uh, Benjamin underscore music. Benjamin is spelled B-E-N-J-A-M-Y-N. That's the that's my, my brand. <laughs> and uh, likewise, you can just find me on Spotify under Benjamin with that spelling. And yeah, check it out. If you 
if you are a singer or a guitarist or a saxophonist, I'd love one of those or anything. Just hit me up. Like I'm, I'm very uh, open. I know, I know a saxophonist. I had the saxophonist on the show actually. I'm gonna reach out to him and see if you if you get if I link, link you guys up. Um, he's called yeah. Tashumi. He's really good. He's really really Sweet. good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll see if I can link you guys up, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming around. Thank you. What? Baby. <laughs>